It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We say you Hello, hello. Welcome to Spoken Word Poetry, the Art, the Industry, the Viability. I'm Jacqueline Taylor Adams, and I am your co-host with the one and only Sweet Francon, and we are bringing you the business of spoken word. And today our topic is Change Agent Poetry. And we just opened up with Brothers Keepers. That's the opening song from their um, song, RBG for Life. That's just the opening snippet. And it's from their album, Re-Education of the Negro. So we're going to welcome our co-host, the one and only Sweet Francois. Francois? Hello? 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 Hi, can you hear me? Yes, I, I want to be here. I left 10 o'clock. I'm sorry, hello? Hello? Yes, yes. How, hi, what's your name? My name is Juan Diaz. I was asked to call in at 10 o'clock to uh, read my poetry. Oh, okay, Juan Diaz. Okay. Okay. All righty. All righty, Juan. Um, Hold on. I'm going to um, bring on Francois. Hold on. You can hear me now. Yes, can you I hear can me hear now, Jacqueline? Oh, I'm yes, so sorry. Technical now. difficulties. Uh, is Mercury in retrograde? I am having trouble today. How's everybody? Hi, everybody. I'm Free Franchise, and I'm glad to join you today. Thank you so much, Jacqueline, and everyone, for your patience. It's been one of those days. I'm telling you, something is tearing up my technology today. Um, <laughs> whew, glad to be on the line today. I've invited, since we're doing Agent for Change, and um, I've invited uh, a couple of poets today. One poet I invited specifically 
is um, Juan Diaz to join us tonight, Jacqueline, because, as you know, with that issue, that incident with Kanye West when it comes to um, disabled or those who have some physical challenges, um, there's been a lot going on about that today. And I invited Juan Diaz because he's a local poet who's getting published a a lot, been asked to share a lot, and um, he is an agent for change when it comes to people with disabilities and being recognized. Um, in the industry of poetry and otherwise, and he uses his poetry as an agent for change. I also invited tonight um, another sister by Olivia Page, who's a younger poet who's doing some great things in the Philadelphia and Wilmington region um, to share with us tonight. Um, And we thank you for having this topic. As far as agent for change, I think that, you know, we as poets need to decide what our voice is going to be and how we want to share it. And that's why I created Peace, Love, and Poetry. So by doing Peace, Love, and Poetry, that's my agent for change. I focus on peace and love, and I let other people do the fighting. (laughs) So (laughs) here we are. So thanks for having me tonight, and um, we appreciate you, as always, for being the founder and also an agent for change through, through, you know, this platform um, by always making sure that our voices are heard. We appreciate you. All right. Thank you so much. And, um, you know, I think that's one of the core premises is um, change agent poetry. I think that's one of the core premises of poetry, um, you know, overall, because poetry allows people to say what they, what, what may not be normally accepted in other platforms or which people may not consider quote-unquote entertaining but the poet has this extra platform, and it's more daring, and they can say things and challenge us. And um, and especially in the African-American community, there's a lot of poetry, you know, that is change agent. Um, Amira Baraka, who just passed this year, um, you know, out of that black arts movement, so much of that, and out of a lot of revolutionary movements, poetry is always going to be a core substance. And then also, as we speak on the business of poetry and the opportunities that exist in your change agent poetry, now because of the um, Internet and making everything more accessible and viable, People are, you know, being more challenged, and because mainstream music for so long had just become so dead and even negative, it's now being challenged. So opportunities exist, and some of the long-term opportunities are always PR campaigns. Remember here in Philly, Greg did the um, the litter campaign. Did you ever see that, Francois? Yes. Yeah, yeah, love that yeah. Jeff Greg and those guys were doing a lot of good work there. Yeah, yeah, and um, w- most of those, a lot of those, about the um, the PPYM, you know, a lot of those, mm-hmm. all of them, a lot of those people work work with that program, but um, but it's because of the poetry what they saw. They got a hold of the mayor's ear, and when they got a hold of his ear, he found the vehicle in which to use the poetry. But those are opportunities that exist. And it's time we started stepping out of the box and thinking, what else can we do? Like the Urban Tech Fair, we're looking for poetry on, I look for poetry, honestly, on all kinds of topics, but specifically Urban Tech Fair, part of our PR campaign, 
Uh, and I, I'm, I'm the one who want to use poetry, but I, I'm working to give us this national global platform for poetry on technology. Now, mm-hmm. my one go-to person is Tommy Bottoms because right. he did basic economics. He was able to take the American economic system and break it three and a half minute poem that anybody can understand. Right. So he was able to take a complex subject, break it down into plain language. And did it in the rhyme and rhythmic poem that is still one of the most popular performances on um, deaf poetry. It is still being yeah. sought and it's being deliberated and talked about, and white folks are trying to break down the street vernacular and all. <laughs> but <laughs> that is what you call change agent. I mean, I've seen people in Freakonomics say, man, you took what I went to four years for school and broke it down in three-and-a-half-minute poem. So the possibilities of your creativity are unlimitless. And I want you to start thinking about that. Um, was it David Chance? I just was telling you about him, Sweet Franchon. Um He mm-hmm. was um, a major recording artist that, you know, went independent and also established his own production company and label. But he started a niche as doing theme songs for movements. Mm-hmm. And um, that's a niche. That's a possibility to do theme work around a lot of various different movements. That's and a lot, of, a lot of other people, you know, people are doing it. Um, a lot of times in our community we don't realize we don't know it, but if you work in a nonprofit community, um, you see the contracts and theaters, you know, other people, they get the contracts for all the the work when, you know, when they're doing conflict resolutions and things like that. But these opportunities exist, so I just want you to put it out there. If it's from conflict resolution to, um, you know, theme, theme poems for movements, different things. So, you know, look at your work. You don't need to have to step outside yourself, but when you start creating a vision and making it clear and putting it down, making it plain, you'll start to see opportunities that come align with it. So, you know, do you have themes here? Do you have, you know, what issues are important and passionate that you can easily write on? And then see what work is done around those issues you know, in your local community, regionally, nationally, globally, and, you know, look for opportunities. So that's just, wanted to go over, you know, talk just a little bit about the business and, again, how you can leverage your poetry for opportunities. Yeah. And um, so what about, I mean, I know you do some work around that too as well, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. Well, one of the things that I've learned, I actually do a lot of commission work. So typically for me, if I'm speaking on um, if there's some of the issues that are, I'm sensitive to, such as domestic violence or um, or um, uh, uh, childhood diseases and things like that, especially things that are really hit close to home for me, they're very easy for me to write about. However, um, one thing that I'm always commissioned to do, and I want to share this with other poets, is you know, I get calls to develop and create based on the venue, the event, um, the occasion. I do birth things specific to for a person for their birthdays. I've created a niche for myself in being able to just do commission work, not just 
writing when I feel like it, but actually doing interviews with people who are having an occasion or event they want me to share and literally writing a poem for specific for them. Um, that's one opportunity I would encourage more poets to try, make an attempt to do. Um, another thing that I do is um, somebody just called me the key pain of poetry right now in the area because I'm always asked to do a guest verse on on musicians, specifically jazz tracks, all the time. So I'm doing a lot more jazz work, and I just do guest appearances, go do a verse or chop a verse or two, and I'm out, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, those those are also ways I'm able to get my message out. Uh, today I just booked a gig where at a fashion show um, that the guy's doing, dropping his fashion line, having his debut on an event, and based on the values of his business, I'm actually going to write a poem to introduce, you know, the world to his brand um, mm. based on, but all of that takes some sharing. It just doesn't come from me. It comes from me asking questions, getting to know the client, and then being able to create it from there. So um, that's how I begin to create my niche. And then on top of that, I create products and productions and showcases based on what I want to see and what I think that, you know, my clients want to see or my followers want to see. So, you know, one thing, the good news about where we are right now with poetry is that you can create um, opportunities for yourself. And it's just about making sure that you share and you tell people what you're doing and you do things that you like to do. I like doing commission work because I like the feeling. I like the response from people to know that I wrote that personally and specifically for them. So that makes me feel good. They feel good, happy clients. So we're, all, you know, that's how we roll. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So this is like a lot of good information, and, and there are no, there are a lot of poets that make, you know, money that way. Um, a lot of times when when we say live by your poetry, I think sometimes we're looking for how can the poet be the big superstar, be the Beyonce of poetry. But to be honest, one way that these people stay on top so much is to find various ways and avenues in which to use their music. It's not Mm -hmm. just music. That's why they go into the acting. That's why some of them launch brands and launch them successfully. But when you take Mm -hmm. Beyonce, you take Eve, they did fashion, Especially, I know Eve, because her father, Eve's from Philly here. Her father is Ron Wilch, for those who may or may not know him. But Ron Wilch is a well-known old-school designer. So Mm -hmm. she grew up in the fashion house. She knew how to sew probably before she knew anything else. So this is just taking your gifts, talents, and skills that you already have and learning how to form them. And it's entrepreneurship. You know, an artist in itself once the artist goes to make money with their art, you become a business. So, okay. you know, it does behoove you to understand and know business principles if you're serious right. about that. But um, it's still, you know, the opportunity, I still feel the opportunity is wide open to be that superstar, but because um, it is going to take some mind-changing for society to see that possibility in the meanwhile, you be the like she's she's a T pain, and then you have the um, uh, what's his name? Oh gosh, he he was um 
rich before he even really started his individual career because he wrote for everybody. Um, oh, I can't call his name right now, but he's a rapper. Um, you talking about Kanye? Well, a producer. Well, not Kanye. Before oh. Kanye, um, God, um, I don't want to. Um, begins with an L, okay. I think. It's not ludicrous because that's what's in my head, but not him. Um, it's okay. Yeah, but it's one of the. Um, it'll come to me if you want. But he um, he produced and wrote for everybody, Lottie Dottie, and everybody. So before he came out on his own. And right, when he right. came out on his own, he was able to come in his own voice. He didn't have to do all of that whack stuff in hip-hop. He was able to be more positive because that was him. Right. And he could he produced himself. He wasn't looking yeah. for a label, looking for all of that. But he right. made his way. And, and that is, and when it comes to business, your writing and your writing skills, that is your money. That's right. The person who can write, that's the money maker. It's even over delivery. I mean, if if you just spit and you're a good freestyle, go back. If it's recorded, sit down and, and learn how to write those things. Learn how to write it down because it's in the writing where the money is. Mm-hmm. Because there's a performance fee, but then there's a, a songwriting commission. And you can yes. write for other people, just like she stated. Now, if this work is recorded and then these people go um, – they record the work that she does. They put it apart. Anything that's making money, if they use anything um, Francois does as commission work, if they use it to make money, well, now that depends on your contract. Sometimes commission pieces are considered work for hires. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in, in the work for hire, since it's a specific work for hire and you did the job by writing it, it depends on what you negotiate as far as the copyright. So that's up to you. But um, some people, they depend on how specific they are. There's opportunity for you to write something for them through your creativeness, and you do that shared copyright. They do the performance. Mm -hmm. They get other part. You can share the copyright. But once that is being used to make money, you're owed a piece of it. So writing is very important. And if you can transpose your poetry as lyric to song, even you know, even better. So, just you know, start looking at yourself, you know, as a business person. But you don't have to lose. Don't believe the commercial side will outweigh your creative side. It's not. In this day, we're we're in a whole new um, evolution and revo- uh, art uh, art revolution, a new revolution with technology and innovation and creativity is everything. So, you know, people, are they went from STEM to STEAM to add the arts in because mm-hmm. art is so vital to innovation. You can't be innovative if you can't be creative. Truth. So, you know, just that word out there and the opportunities. So what we're going to do, we're going to come to Juan, and then we have another caller, which hopefully is Olivia. And, Olivia, you have to give me a minute. I'm going to... Um, put on a couple other pieces that we're going to listen to, talk about while I go back and attempt to download Olivia's piece. I had to, um, I was trying to figure out, you know, when you got different browsers, unfortunately your downloads are in different places. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. I told I'm you like, I'm technologically, I, I am technologically <laughs> challenged today, so I cannot help you, Okay. 
I can't even like, tell you the challenges I download, I downloaded it, and I was looking for it, and I had to transpose it from, um, you know, the folder it was in. But um, gotcha. great. Now, matter of fact, I did have found it. So, but while I do that. I'll let you take over. I'm going to play some and just give some feedback on, you know, what you hear. And what we're looking at here, when we talk about change agent, poetry has all kinds of voices. And we know a lot of times we're just angry, we're pissed off, and sometimes we have what's considered angry poetry, which is great for the movement. But sometimes you have to know the difference when you're just ranting Getting letting off steam, and then when you're at when your goal is to make change, and it's important one in different reasons. You know, one spiritually, sometimes we do need to let off steam. So rants aren't necessarily bad, but when you're doing a project or something, shows and things, you have to make sure you're balancing that out. Mm-hmm. Also, if somebody's looking for change, poetry from you, if you're always spewing a problem and what you're angry about and you're never offering any hope, uplift, or opportunity for change or ways to do things any differently, you can kind of become the downer. And then you wonder Mm -hmm. why people don't want to book, you know, like, oh, because, you know, you make me, at the end, I feel hopeless. You know, I'm angry and hopeless. So you kind of want to look at that and see, um, you know, where is it just all angry, but where are you offering an opportunity for change, to change it around, ways things can be done better or ways to be empowered, you know, whatever that that is. Because, um, you know, if you, you can teach definitely through your through your art. So um, I brought up um, a couple things um, well, one, I'm going to start one. This is a hip-hop piece, but he does consider himself also a poet. It's called Back to Hip-Hop. And we're going to look for this. This is Soul the One. And we're going to listen to Back to Hip-Hop. And when this goes off, you just go ahead and commentate on it. And I'm going to pull up your piece, Olivia, in the meanwhile. <laughs> it's a shame, man. Cats don't even get it, man. You know what I'm saying? All I'm saying is, man, what happened to hip-hop? You know what I'm saying? We need to get back to the way it was before. We used to ride then. We need to bring that back. Let's get back to hip-hop. 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 Can't live without hip-hop. That's why we need hip-hop. Can't live without Remember back then when hip-hop was straight from the soul Now we don't trade it in our history for diamonds and gold 20-inch rims that spins, girls sliding our poles Slipping coke cause she's convinced that it's good for her soul Back in the days it was the bubble pants and all black shades Salt and pepper mixed with heavy D and high top fades Back then, beef was on own stage with the crew They hit the box and gave you seconds just to show what you do It's called hip-hop Let's get back to hip-hop Let's get back to hip-hop. Let's get back to hip-hop. Can't live without hip-hop. That's why we need hip-hop. Can't live without hip-hop. That's why we need hip-hop. 
Not seasons changing, everything that smell ain't right. Innocent kids, them hustlers and thugs overnight. The crime rate high, we threat, so we stay in the trap. We hustling traps, ability to speak through our raps. Now I'm convinced, good's intended, but the media's wicked. They take the violence that surrounds us, trying to prove that we're cricket. But if we all stood up and took control of our own, then they have to find something else to pin the blame on instead of Let's get back to this. Let's get back to this. Let's get back to this. Can't live without this. That's why we need this. Can't live without this. That's why we need this. You see, I've been through the storms and I fought off the snakes. From the first apple pulled from the tree that we ate. The first sin was the 13th day when life changed. Ever since then, we bust in the air. So let it rain. I try to reach more. The more I reach, the more I die. It's like they're trying to take each soul that I touch. From hell's fire, from drugs, dealing the gutter, living. Show me a way. There's got to be a better strategy for us to get paid. We need Let's get back to this. Let's get back to this. Let's get back to this. Can't live without this. That's why we need this. Can't live without this. That's why we need this. Let's get back to hip-hop, old school, back when people was rockin' shells, so Adidas hey, no lace. You know what I'm saying? Clock around they neck, flavor flavor, you know what I'm talking about? Back when the music ain't do nothing to the tune, you know what I'm saying? Let's get back to hip-hop, back when it was cool, back when they ain't do no harm, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, the big deal in here, they ain't ready for it. Hey. So now we're here, Juan. Are you on the line? How are you, man? How are you? So what did you think of that piece we just played? Uh, It was beautiful. It took us back to the the real, real hip-hop, like the trap, trap, crush hip-hop. It's it's beautiful, man. It's beautiful. We need need more hip-hop like that, more positive stuff. Because the music in our days, you know, it, it's not popping like it, like it used to. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's about degrading people, you know what I mean? And like, <clears throat> you know, like two things. When, when he did Big Booty Hose, that's nothing inspiring. Right. That's degrading. You know, for, for, all, for all you know in the future, a little boy may hear that and say, you talking about my mom's. Yep, so tell us. I know that most people don't know who you are. I happen, you know, thank you for reaching out to me. So now um, tell me about how you're using poetry to be an agent for change. Well, poetry, in my opinion, can, um, it can change the world. I know it sounds corny, but to me it can change the world because um, when people – read my poetry, um, most of most of the people don't know who I am. They just read it. And they finally see me say like about 
around book signings and stuff. It's like, oh, yeah, I didn't know you was in the wheelchair. So that means I changed the whole perception about people with disabilities and make them see that we can think we are humans, you know, and that I like I like to shock people like that. I like to make them think, you know, I like to, you know, like change their whole mindset on what people can actually do, you know what I mean? Absolutely. So tell us what, what you've written lately. Well, I, yesterday um, I wrote a poem about Kanye West's green uh, remark. But uh, I will say, I will say what it's about. I can't read it to you now because um, it's a, it's going to end in my, my book, uh, We Are For Pete, which will be published at the end of this year. But I will tell you what it's about. Um, uh, I was uh, outraged, almost, uh, of his comment telling that young man to get up uh, out of his wheelchair because uh, he was the only one sitting down. But, but I also was thinking that, you know, that kind of gets too carried away when he's performing. And, like, he didn't think at the time, so I have to take that into consideration. You know what I mean? Great. Well, we're glad that you're using poetry to advocate for others um, and that you are keeping in mind that even even an artist like Kanye can make mistakes when you're in the moment at that time on stage. And so, but more importantly, that I wanted to share with the audience that um, – what I appreciate about what Juan is doing, he's he's using a lot of different avenues, since we're talking about change, Jacqueline. He's using a lot of different avenues to get published and to get recognized and to get an opportunity to be a voice so that he can dispel some of the myths about what it's like, what uh, what it is when one is in a wheelchair, one is um, physically challenged. And that's one of the main reasons that when you said that you wanted to talk about being an agent for change, I want to invite him because he just keeps working. He just keeps writing. He keeps submitting his work to different publications and he's getting picked up and he's starting, you know, he's writing books and he's just doing some really good work. So I just wanted to let the world know, at least our listeners as we grow, um, to be aware of what you're doing, Juan, and to, give you an you know, an opportunity to share. So we thank you for your input tonight in the show. Um, Jacqueline, what you have up next, um? Okay. Um just want um if people want to get in touch with you, learn more about what you're doing, how should they be, how should they do that? Well you can find me on Facebook on Home DS and uh you can find me on Twitter at Word D S. Just type that in on Twitter. But I don't have a website, but you can also find my books at, at Amazon and on um, Nook and Kindle. They're called Tears of War and Tears of Revolution. You just Tears of War in. and Tears of Revolution? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Right. You, just, you just type that in, and on the search bar, 
on uh, Amazon and it'll go right to it. All right. Well, thank you so much for sharing, Juan. And, you know, um, there are several poets, even really some well-known poets in the South and all, that you would be surprised that aren't in wheelchairs. Um, There are several poets that are um, really well-known. So definitely, you know, poetry is a voice and it's to be shared. And um, definitely... um, there are many, many people with disabilities, whether they're poets or not. Right. But, um, that shows that, yeah, that the, the level playing field that poetry can provide. Yes. Right. Somebody's going to Well, I, we're going we're gonna to play one more, then um, you can bring, we'll bring Olivia on. And we can talk Perfect. to her, and then we can play her piece. Is that okay? That sounds good to me. All righty. This is Max Parthis. Probably many of us know him. And this is a him and Tribal Reign, a revolution poeticized from their album, The End Game. People get ready. There's a change coming. Because the revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be radialized. I'm here to tell you that the revolution will be poeticized. It'll be passed along by word of mouth from father to son, mother to daughter, teacher to student, everyday strangers passing in the streets. The revolution will be poeticized. The revolution will be poeticized. The revolution will be poeticized. Brothers and sisters, get ready for a change because the revolution will be poeticized. Broken down, handed over, and elucidated for young minds. It's time, my people, it's time. For the griots and spoken word artists to unite as one because the day has come for us to claim our 40 acres and a mule. All just do injustice for one and all. It's time to heed the call. Stand up, stand up, stand up, and step up. That microphone, that stage, that soapbox on the corner because the revolution will be poeticized, immortalized, recognized for the powerful movement that it is. Like Martin said, I have a dream. Get on board and let your voices be heard by the masses. Equality, equality, equality for all classes. We demand dignity, humanity, the right to retain our sanity and the freedom to say hell no to the so-called elected elite, those who hold seats in public offices who get to decide how we live our lives. Fuck that. The revolution will be poeticized so that we, the people, can be heard and our words will reverb and have repercussions the world over. Whispered words, whispered words, whispered words that echo and become shouts of revolution, evolution, change. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be radialized. The revolution will not be trivialized. It will not start on Sunday evening and end on Monday night. We won't go down without a fight. The revolution will be poeticized. We'll be kicking ass and taking names. It's time to wake the fuck up and stop playing games because people are dying out here in the streets. AIDS, poverty, and starvation ain't no joke. It's killing us, people. It's killing us. So, yes. I can create pretty words on pretty paper to disguise the crimes of these here times. Max, Jelani, and Dove can set it down to music with a catchy beat, and we can make it appear oh, sweet. But that's not what I'm here to do. I was given a mission, and I must see it through. So come hella high water, there'll be no going around it, running from it, or ignoring the call. It's stand or fall, and I'd rather not fall on revolutions. Watch. So, yes, I can create prefabricated lies, prefabricated times written down and recorded by a prefabricated mind. 
it just hasn't passed history. But my job as a poet is to be honest, and in all honesty, I must tell you, people get ready. There's a change coming. It's time to ride or die to accept the truth or to believe the lies that you've been fed all your life. Because in the beginning was the word, and in the end will be the word. And what I'm bringing you is the word. Poetry is it, people. The revolution will be poeticized. Passed along, sung in songs, just whispered to some men a beat. Wake the fuck up, because the revolution is now. The revolution is now. Poets, get up off your asses and affect the change. Okay, that was um, Tribal Rain and Max Parsis from the album The End Game, and that piece is called A Revolution Poeticized. So, um, Olivia and Francois? I'm yes. here. Hi, Olivia. How are you? I'm awesome. How are you? Thanks for having um, me. You know, thank you for being responsive, and thank you um, for reaching out to me as well. Um, we're just glad to have this, like I said, as an opportunity to share um, our work, to share how we believe that our poetry is an agent for change. And so please introduce yourself to everyone. Tell us who you are. Tell us how you relate to this topic and what, what work you're doing these days. Well, my name is Olivia Page. Um, I'm out of working out of nowhere at this moment. And um, my idea for change is just basically people just started telling me, you need to publicize your work. You need to let this be heard. And after I've seen that my work was actually moving people in their different lives or in different situations and they could relate to everything that I've been saying, it was just like, oh, okay, maybe I can step out and do this. So, and um, basically the stuff that I'm really doing right now, I'm doing a lot of open mic sessions right now. all over. Anybody would like to have me on here. Um, Open mics are good. It's a good breeding ground. Good breeding ground. It's a good way to build your brand. It's a good way to hone your skill. You can get no sharper. Um, it's, it's just a great way to get sharp. I mean, people don't understand that before I did productions, I was doing open mics for almost 10 years. So um, I think that's a great breeding ground. So tell us more about what you consider um, your specific voice for change. Are there any topics that you're more interested in that move you more that you prefer to speak about? Um, more so with uh, government and religion and just the the knowledge that they're keeping from us that people just won't look for. And we have the technology in our hands to just to have it. But we we're just so we're so blinded by our fingertips basically to not even see what we can basically grasp in front of us. And we can literally have the world, but we won't take it because we're too dumb to even, or too not even too dumb, but too ignorant to even see that we're being brainwashed by these elite people or higher power people. I just think that it's awesome, too, that um, as a younger person that, 
you are using your voice to help people become more enlightened. Because one of the things I do recognize is that it's, you know, if it was up to the so-called powers to be that our youth specifically would be dumbed down as much as possible. So I think that's a great platform. I think that's an important platform. I think that it definitely defines what we're talking about when we say using our voice in poetry as an agent for change, specifically among youth, because, as we mentioned, um, as I, I believe anyway, um, we have, like you said, the technology is here, the information is accessible, and it's time that we begin to use our voice to help others expand outside of the the, the mindset of close, being closed and being ignorant and being oppressed. Because at this point, it's oppression of the mind um, for a lot of our people. And I think that's awesome that you're using your voice for change. Uh, tell us how we can reach you, how people can find out more about you. If there's an open mic that you consider home, uh, do you, uh, if there's an open mic specifically that you consider home and you visit regularly, if where they can find you or come see you perform? Okay, well, um, every third Wednesday of the month, Latin Fusion in Wilmington, Delaware. And um, you can reach me on Facebook, Olivia Page, P-A-I-G-E. You can reach me on Instagram, Olivia underscore Mariano, M-A-R-I-A-N-O. Or you can email me at Olivia.Ford, F-O-R-D, the number one, at Yahoo.com. Perfect, great. Jacqueline, you have any questions for Olivia? Um, well, uh, no, I just, you know, I, I do think it's great that um, about that you literally speak on the issue of how we, you know, choose to keep a closed mind. When I hear, you know, that, um, it always reminds me of, you know, people always would talk about the Christian church and pimps in the pulpit. And he talked about that so much. Then a young lady actually wrote the book, Pimps in the Pulpit. Yeah, Shannon Bellamy. Yes, shout out yeah, to Shannon. And, uh, yeah, she wrote that book. And, you know, I actually met her a couple times. And, you know, I, I liked the one platform. She did have a platform. She said the reason why she wanted to write the book and talk about it was because she was advocating for same-sex counseling in church because you may have a male pastor and and they're doing the counseling, and you know, people a lot of times are vulnerable when they need counseling, and people are taking advantage of this, people vulnerabilities mm-hmm. during those sessions. But at the same time, the reason why the pimps in the pulpit can be successful because there's a bunch of hoes in the congregation. Hey, now. And if that comes to the <laughs> 80 to 20 rule, Leave it to you to say it, Jacqueline. Yes, that's the truth, because the truth of the matter is people want to come to church. They want to come up in life. They want to show up. And whatever mainstream media say, that's law. And I'm not going to take the time to research. Like she says, we have access to to search, to find out, to dwell further past you know, just what someone tells us. And it's the same thing where, honestly, Christians say it's a personal relationship. So, right. you know, you can listen to, you know, instructions and things like that, but you're supposed to seek God for yourself. You seek your higher power. That's all you seek for yourself. So you got to read your Bibles. you got to do your research. you got to get in your own relationship so it's Amen. not, you know, this person can confirm maybe what's being told to you, but 
they shouldn't be able to tell you anything and to do anything, especially when it's outside of what you're supposed to be following because you're following a person because honestly a lot of us are too lazy, too scared to search out and go on our own. We'd rather somebody else tell us, and then if they do it, then it was their fault. We don't take blame for what we, you know, do ourselves, and it's about just owning yourself. But, you know, I'm glad that I pray that. that. I pray, and you're absolutely right about that accountability issue. I pray that work such as Olivia's is helping young people understand that it's accountability issues. We got to be accountable for our choices, our actions, our our downfalls. We got to celebrate ourselves. On the other side, we have to celebrate ourselves. We can't always be, we won't be able to always depend on other people for those validations. And when you're seeking that, that's when it causes yeah. the most trouble for oneself. So I think that's awesome that you mentioned that. And um, we're going to go back to our guest, Olivia. Uh, yeah. Tell me, you know, uh, I know we're going to play one of your poems. Is there anything, any verse or anything or any topic, anything you want to share with us before Jacqueline goes into playing your piece. Any verse or any topic that I would like to share? Yeah. Uh, uh, depending on poem you play. <laughs> Actually, I don't even know which one I sent you, Jacqueline. So, well, it's we're gonna let Jacqueline talk some more, and then she can play. It was it was a live performance from YouTube. I think you sent me two of them. Well, um, she can give us the backstory, okay? So yeah, for yeah. a moment, you know, everyone, we're going to take and listen to Olivia. That's this a is a live uh, from a live performance, and we're going to take a moment and listen to Olivia Page, and then she's going to come, you know, um, elaborate for us after. That sounds good, rather than before. That'll help. Thank you so much. Life living, 
is subconscious insanity. Because these hide and seek games won't build a better man. Men. <coughs> better plan. Great job. Thank you so much. So why don't you give us a backstory to that poem, as we mentioned before? Okay, well, the backstory to that poem, um, <clears throat> just random men on the street, like, trying to talk to me. Hey, ma, hey, boo, blowing me kisses and stuff. Like, don't talk to me like that. I'm a lady. Like, would you talk to your mom that way? Would you talk to your sister that way? Don't talk to me that way. And there's so many... Like, and, and it's, it's women too, but we're not on that topic right now. But men are just, they're losing, they're losing their stand. They're losing their stand. They're not being men anymore. Men are playing, like, female roles now. They don't want to do, they don't want to play, they don't want to be in that role anymore. Or they're, they're not standing up to the plate and making an example for the younger men in this world, like, like as I said, playing dope for it all. Like why? Why are these? Why are these older men teaching these young kids to sell, sell drugs on the end of the school, on the end of the corner? Go to school, learn something, read a book, teach them something that's really gonna help them in life to build better leaders for us. But I just, I feel like these we we have no real male role models to really look up to because everyone's focused on the videos. Everyone's focused on. Kanye and what he's doing. Everyone's focused on Jay-Z and what he's doing. Like, no. I think families need to be focused on their families and men need to teach these other young men to be real men. And we, we don't really have that that much. Like, I mean, we do. But in 2014, like, I have a lot of friends who have children whose fathers aren't, are just not there. And it's just like, what are, what are these children going to be like when they get older? Of course, I mean, their, mom, their moms are there, but Children need strong men in their lives. And it's just like, we, we, we need a new plan. We need something else to work, because obviously what we're doing isn't working. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm thankful to both our guests today. I know um, we got more to share. I just want to make sure I say it, that I'm grateful to be in a position I'm in that I'm able to introduce and showcase talent, not only on live stage, but through platforms such as Jacqueline's Blog Talk Radio and Master Grids Radio. And it's so awesome to be able to um, to be able to reach out to you guys and say, hey, I think this is a platform that would be good for you to share. So I want to thank both Juan and Olivia for just being responsive, for sharing. It was perfect and divine because I didn't give you a lot of time to prepare perfect and divine uh, when I was going through my Rolodex of who would be a great um, guest for this specific platform and show this story today. So thank you all so much for being agents for change in your communities and for taking a stand to be a voice, a positive voice for those things that you consider important and necessary to the evolution of humanity. So I thank you so much for that today. Thank you so much. Hi, Amy. Okay, all righty. Um, we have a caller, another caller here from 302, so I'm going to open up the line. Hello? <laughs> it's still me. I'm sorry. It's still me. I'm still on the line. Oh, okay. That's, That's you, Juan. Okay, all righty. 
I'm so sorry. Oh, no, okay. no, you didn't no, do no, anything. No, that's good. That's that's good. I'm just trying to make sure I get everyone in. <laughs> and, I, do um, I do have a problem if you want me to share. I have another Okay, it's, called, it's called her name. Her name is the fancy that was pressed down on my tongue, switching on the film projector that will eternally display my pilgrim hands, caressing and exploring the nakedness of the barren land that is, that is her. I then look away from the screen to blur the red rose rising on my face, turning it into the battlefield of embarrassment and passion. That's the end of my poem. Thank you so much for sharing that, Juan. Jacqueline, you on? Yes, yes, I am. All right. Thank you, Juan. Thank you for sharing. So um, I guess we can... Listen to uh, um, we're just gonna listen a couple more before we roll out. Um, this one, this is just snippets from pieces, and um, thank you to everyone who was listened in by calling in. We had a few people on the line; they didn't want to speak, but they were listening in. Thank you, every, everyone in the chat room. And um, this piece is just a just some snippets from. Is Garveyism was by Queen. She wrote a piece, Garveyism, that was real nice back like 2006. And then it's a part from the RBG for Life with the Brothers Keepers. And I'm working up some mixes um, for a client <laughs> who does the RBG T-shirts for youth. <laughs> but um, this is just the um, this is what she called this is called the strategy verse. So hold on. Every day of the week we'll meditate on Monday Talk technique on Tuesday Rights will on Wednesday Sally treats on Thursday Follow through on Friday Saturdays on Saturday Sleeping on Sunday And yo, and yo They played my poetry and they were just like they were asking questions like, what is your Okay, and so before we roll out, we have like about two minutes left, and I just wanted um, everybody get a chance to just give a closing statement, and we're going to roll out on Kindred to Family Soul, take a look around us, and um, a change is in peace. And um, so... I guess we'll start with you, Juan, then we'll go to you, Olivia, then Francois, if you give us your closing statement. And Juan, you have 30 seconds for the whole world listening. All right. I I would like to thank God first and foremost. And, you know, and I would like to thank sweet Francois for, for, you know, 
allowing me to to call uh, here tonight and share my views. You know, right. and I hope that uh, I change someone's perception tonight about disabled people. You know. Yeah. All right. Okay. Olivia, thirty seconds, yeah. and the whole world listening. Okay. Well, the whole world listening. I just want to leave you with. Thank you so much. Be a positive change. And as my mother always said, be a blessing to at least one other person. All right, all right. Francois? Yes, um, i like to say thank you, everyone. You can reach me at Sweet Franchise, spelled like a hotel suite, S-U-I-T-E-F-R-A-N-C-H-O-N, on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or Twitter. Or just simply send me an email or reach out to me at www.peacelovepoetry.us. I'll be glad to hear about, from about more poets in the region. If you're interested in finding out more how you can um, affect change through Peace, Love, and Poetry Productions, give me a call. I look forward to hearing from you. Okay. All righty. So um, I just thank everyone for calling in. Thank you, Juan and Olivia, for sharing your work, sharing your views. And um, I just hope everyone, you know, receive benefit from what we shared here today. And, you know, our hope is that we create an industry. That's our purpose here, to create an industry, a viable industry for spoken words. So that means as poets and performers, you want to, you know, hone your craft. You want to make sure you get the word out there. Use your business acumen, learn how to, you know, get it out there, get it known, get people asking for it, get people requesting it. So share your work and especially share it outside the poetry community. Everyone that loves poetry, we're in the poetry, we get it. And a lot of other people will get it, but you have to share it. Don't be don't be afraid and look at those opportunities and um and anyone else listening in if you if you're in business for yourself, if you have a business, just contact me, Jacqueline Taylor Adams, Master Grio Radio. Our number is one eight seven seven five five two seven zero one two, extension one 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 one. Email is talk the number two us at Master Grio. That's G R I O T Master Grio Radio. Dot com. And if you just contact us, we'll let you know how you can grow your business by partnering with a poet. We have definite ways for you to grow your business and grow your brand through a partnership with a poet. And that's all I have to say. And like I said, we're going to roll out on Kendra's The Family Soul, Take a Look Around. And again, that's another independent artist. They got some new work out. Let's support one another. Support the artist. Um, you can always find the chats and everyone links. If you get confused, if you listen to the show or just come over to Facebook to the Master Grio Radio group, and we always put we put up the chats and always put links and everyone's information there. Again, everybody have a great week. And we speak peace and love for you. Yeah. The world can change in so many ways. It is no longer the choice between violence and non
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VDW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.